0: Group's podcast series, Talk Retail to Me, where we offer insights and realistic advice from experts in the retail and consumer brands industries. If you're new to Parker Avery and this podcast, we are a leading retail and consumer goods consulting firm with over 600 years of collective experience, both as consultants as well as leadership positions in the industry. Our firm uniquely combines deep industry experience with consulting expertise and world-class talent to deliver meaningful results. Our approach allows us to build successful, long-term relationships with some of the most recognizable retail and consumer brands in the world. If you're interested in learning more about the Park Avery Group, we invite you to visit parkravery.com.
1: Today we are chatting with partner Amanda Astrologo and introducing one of the newest members of the Parker Avery Group, Nia McDonald. Nia came on board a few months ago and, in true Parker Avery form, immediately started on a client project. Before joining the firm, Nia held a wide variety of positions, including as an attorney at a large DC law firm, before pivoting into corporate retail. With over a decade of experience with a wide variety of retailers, retail segments, and CPG companies, Nia focuses on merchandise and sales planning, forecasting and replenishment, as well as pricing and promotional strategies. Welcome, ladies. Thanks for joining me today. Sorry I didn't provide coffee, as I promised. (laughs) (laughs)
2: That's all right. Thanks for having us. I'm happy to be here.
1: Good. Well, Nia, let's start off. You really have a really varied background. Tell us about your how your career tour landed right now with a retail consulting firm.
2: Well, tour is a probably fabulous word for my career <laughs> has been. Um, I've been really fortunate enough to have great and pretty diverse experiences. I think you mentioned already that I started off my career practicing law and. Did that in DC for about four years. What I really enjoyed about that experience was the focus on advising clients, right? Serving as that resource, helping them solve problems, finding opportunities, left the law, even though I love that part about it, didn't love practicing law, left the law, went into retail, and it really sort of bounced around between department stores, outlet, wholesale, CPG, specialty, a number of different sort of planning functions, allocation store planning, revenue growth management and what really excited me about this opportunity is an opportunity to bring all of that together right so it's that focus on the clients from practicing law it's what i've loved about retail for the last 10 to 12 years and parker avery's clients really sort of exist across the entire spectrum of industries that i've worked with and you know even more so that's what's what really drew me here and why i'm excited to uh, be here
1: well, we're thrilled to have you, and you can tell from your voice, your excitement is very evident. Very glad you're, you're able to join us, and you jumped right into a project. Tell us a little bit about that.
2: Well, it's, it's really been amazing. So the project definitely started before I arrived at Parker Avery. I think they've been working on it since the beginning of the year. The part that I've been focusing on is really a business process design across demand, supply, production, capacity, planning, and working with the team to sort of bring the best practices of the organization that we're representing to the table and combine them with sort of industry best practices as well as some opportunities that the team identified when they were doing the gap assessment earlier this summer in terms of where to take the organization. Ideally, this guide will be used for solution design for the implementation of an advanced planning system. So it's been a fantastic opportunity to sort of just jump right in working with the clients working with some of the the newer consulting processes that i'm getting used to so I, I love everything about it so it's been really great just listening to nia i mean i'm excited that she's excited
0: nia and i work together in the wayback machine it feels like just yesterday but it's been a bit and what's interesting is nia's always kind of been she's been interested in consulting for a while as she said about helping clients so she and i had a conversation. Feels like just yesterday, but I think it was actually probably close to this point. It was probably close to like twelve years ago, maybe. 12, oh, no, no. oh boy, it's, it's been a while.
2: It's you're, it's, you're it's, aging it's, me, I think maybe like seven <laughs> years ago. And hey, it's all right. That's it's like both of us. We're still twenty nine, and it's fine.
0: But we had a conversation a really long time ago, and when I was leaving where we both worked together, and she's like, "Hey, if you ever uh, need somebody? You know, phone a friend." And I really enjoyed working with Nia in all those years. I mean, just coming into retail and watching her learn in that environment. I mean, retail was something that I had always really been a part of. And and she and I finally had gotten a chance to work with each other. So I really always have loved her energy, her smile, and just her quest for knowledge. She never wants to stop learning, which I think is amazing, no matter what it is, no matter what the topic. That was something that I really wanted to continue to harness. So that kind of, I just tucked that little factoid back in my brain. And then a couple months ago... You know, as Parker Avery's been growing, and we've really had a need to, you know, diversify ourselves and skill sets, and how do we, you know, bring things forward and help people continue to to grow and understand? I was like, oh, wait, hold on, I, I know somebody. So I had I had to search, had to search the contacts a little bit to figure out where she was, because you know she did have a tour. Um, <laughs> I, found her. I found her, and um, I said, hey, are you? were you serious? Are you serious about learning about consulting and and getting into that and, you know, learning that piece of things. And here we are. So, I mean, it was really awesome. I'm excited to bring her on and teach her the wonderful world of consulting. I mean, I came out of industry just like she did. And I think that that's a transition that, you know, that's, Harder for some than others, but Nia has really jumped right in, and it's been a joy to hear her still excitement when I talk to her every week and see how the week's going, as well as those other consultants on in the firm that she started to work with. They all really love working with her and hearing about her background, and uh, same thing, they love her quest for knowledge. So overall, I would say it's been amazing just having her in a very short period of time, and I have no doubt that she's going to continue to flourish with, with Parker Avery. Saying all of that, I mean, Mia, what are your you know, first impressions about joining the firm? And did we live up to your expectations?
2: <laughs> uh, one question I, I've been meaning to ask back to you, Amanda, is how did you guys find such a vast group of people that have been in industry? I mean, I feel like this is a rarity, but yet you seem to have captured all of those people probably across the country and pulled them one so firm. I would definitely say you lived up to my expectations the the strength of talent I mean and everybody's just so welcoming and nice on top of it you, it's easy to join an organization where people have expertise and functional knowledge but to be helpful and to be welcoming is I think something that's a strength of character that's not everywhere so yes certainly lived up to my you know my expectations and exceeded them I just hope to to live up to theirs. <laughs> Uh, But Amanda's also being too kind. I think she left out how I used to stalk her back in the day. Um, (laughs) We worked together in one part of our organization. She had moved on. And I think I kept dropping by her office and talking to her, seeking her advice and her counsel and probably just, you know, (laughs) taking up her time. So, yes, seven years ago, I said, don't forget about me when you're going off into this new journey. I'd just been, I think I'd been a planner for two years. I was a baby planner at that time. Needed more experience. Plus certainly wanted to keep growing in the field itself. So this year when I got that call from you was one of the best calls of my life.
1: Well, you know, that's interesting that you talked about that, Nia, because we just published uh, in our latest newsletter about company culture and how we recruit the team is very much focused on that. We need to know beforehand what that person's personality is like, and their work ethic and all that kind of stuff is wrapped up in, in company culture that they'll align very much. So, you know, you kind of said oh, Parker Avery, the way we operate and how, how did you find this group of Motley crew? you might want to say, but, but I mean, truly the, the, our personalities and the way we work together, it, it is very, very tight. And I think all of us would resonate with the fact that, that we, you know, we love working here and with this group, and we know we can call on and count on people to answer the question, get things done, and not. there's not a slacker in this bunch I, I haven't come across uh, you know, in the current organization. It resonates back to understanding what our culture is and what it isn't. And then I, I finding people that that mesh with that culture and go with that culture. That that to me is a huge testament of leadership, driving that culture and just all of us understanding and working to continue to strengthen it.
0: Yeah, I think, Chris, I think that's a great point. I mean, our culture is definitely the diverse and skill set, right? I mean, that's we don't try not to pigeonhole anybody. We want to make sure that if you want to learn a new skill set or you want to learn a new area, that we foster that across the firm. We t- continually teach each other. I mean, advanced planning in the manufacturing world is not exactly you know where Nia was like, what, what's happening right now. <laughs> um, the foundational skill set that she brings to the table is there, and being able to learn as a new consultant and be able to support that from just a firm standpoint and just a personal standpoint, right? For for Nia to be able to grow and, and go across that where she can just continually to build that portfolio. Just being able to do that and have a diverse skill set right? so that you can go across is is huge. And I knew that it was going to be a challenge going in because of Nia's thirst for knowledge. That I was, you know, I knew I couldn't keep her bored. And the minute she got bored, I was going to be in deep trouble. (laughs) So my goal is to uh, keep doing that for her so that I can keep her, you know, thirst for knowledge and willingness to go that far uh, content before she comes to me and says, okay, what's next? So, you know, that is a skill set that we bring to the table. I think it's it's definitely interesting. We try and cross-pollinate as much as possible. That's not saying that everybody in our firm has to be super deep in everything. But I do think in this, you know, day and age of Omni and unified commerce that things are no longer just in siloed buckets. And merchandise planning is not just in merchandise planning. And allocation doesn't just sit, you know, on one side of the fence or the other. And I think as we grow, and look, Mia's got a lot of, breadth of experience, but she's new to consulting, right? So that's learning that skill set and making sure that as we grow as a firm, that we can mix that up and make sure that we continue to stay relevant. And I think Nia is just going to be an absolute key part of that as we continue to move forward.
1: Yeah, I agree. And the other thing back to culture and kind of our cross-pollination, the the cross-pollination comment that you made, Amanda, is that nobody from leadership throughout the firm, nobody's afraid to say, hey, I need to know more about that. I don't, that's not mm-hmm. quite in any situation. So I, I love that about that. You know, I may need to understand more. We're about to talk a lot more about assortment planning, which is something that I kind of me as, you know, the marketing person, and I know at a high level, but I'm about to get quite a bit more knowledgeable about it. And I'm pretty excited about it. And I think everybody shares that excitement, like, oh, let me learn more about You know, store operations, because here we are doing the back end stuff like merchandise and planning and things like that. But store ops is where the rubber meets the road. And and to have that thirst for knowledge across the firm, I think it it benefits everybody benefits people individually benefits the firm and it certainly benefits our clients. So that's, that's exciting to see. and And it's exciting to be a part of. Yep, absolutely. How is it Nia coming from? So you came from industry and now you're in consulting, what's it like on kind of the other side of the fence from your perspective?
2: Well, you know, I've, I've worked with consultants being on the, in the industry side. So I, I felt like I might know some of the opportunities, some of the hurdles, some of the sort of interesting um, perspectives that I would have when I jumped over. And I, I definitely would say that I think it's it's been really exciting to work with, you know, the client that I've been working with in terms of learning more about their business and how they want to move their business along and how we can help them move their business along. So I think what, one of the things that I enjoyed even when I was on the industry side is certainly helping new, you know, allocators, assistant planners, planners, and um, training them and seeing sort of their growth in their roles and whatever growth. and and a path they wanted to take. You know, they wanted to go to buy it. They wanted to leave retail in general. I, I always enjoyed sort of seeing the transformation um, of the people that I was working with and helping sort of move along. So to me, this is just the same thing on a bigger scale, right? It's an entire organization instead of an individual person. So it's, it's definitely been a joy. And I would say that helping sort of that law firm experience has helped sort of buffer <laughs> anything <laughs> that I can think of that would be sort of a... I'm not, I didn't know this would happen because I did work with clients at least in that capacity. So it's just moving back into that sort of same frame of mind.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of analogies there between working in a law firm and consulting, I'm sure. Yeah, except we're way more fun.
2: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I will say say that. Very much so. (laughs) I definitely like the retail industry. So like I said, it it combines the advising with the actual, you know, subject matter that I am interested in.
1: (laughs) So back to the the project you're working on, Nia, you mentioned Mm -hmm. it was business, you you were doing a lot of business process design work. Is that in anticipation of a package selection coming up? Or what's, what's the next step with this? project. Yes.
2: Yeah, so they actually did do a selection um, earlier in the spring before I joined Parker Avery. Um, and I think they're solidifying who they're going to work with from a vendor perspective. And the expectation is to implement a system with a chosen vendor sometime between you know September and next year.
1: Oh, okay. So they've done the package selection. This is the design and then moving into implementation. Got it. Okay. Exactly. When we first met Nia, you know, when we were doing the marketing introduction and I'm, I was getting your cute headshot and all that, you talked about your your passion for Orange, Orange Theory Fitness.
2: Yeah, yeah. Tell us about yeah. that. Well, I will definitely say that, I mean, I've been going to the gym, you know, sort of like that kind of person that goes to the gym, <laughs> Says she goes to the gym person for, I don't know, four or five years, but it probably took a global pandemic for me to actually go to the gym. I, I would definitely say in the last year, I've been very committed from a health perspective, you know, eating healthier, going to the gym. I go, you know, four times a week, which is not in any significance, but to someone that knows me pre-2020, that is a, of a lot of significance and, you know, just incorporating different types of working out. I now, you know, join another gym, Megaformer, not, not the name of the gym, um, but it's a Megaformer class, which is kind of like, I think I've heard Pilates but on crack type of thing. So oh it's, it's been a great experience to sort of focus on not just my mind over the years, <laughs> in terms was like quest of knowledge, but you know, make sure that I'm taking care of my whole being as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: yeah. And me and I talked a lot about that. you know, we were talking about her coming on board to consulting and travel and, and the balance, right. That was one thing that we talked about a lot was because anybody who knows me knows that I'm a Peloton freak. So you know, we trade a lot about that, but that's something that we know that being on the road that you have to have a balance. And even as a new consultant, making sure that you find the ability and the time to do that is important because it's real easy to be a newbie and get on the road and dig in and next thing you know, you're at a client and then the next thing you know, you're at dinner and then the next thing you know, you're having a drink at the bar and then your the next thing you know, you're like, oh, it's 11 o'clock and I have to go to bed. Um, and it's really easy to get into that mode. So Nia and I have talked a lot about that, not only just to keep her onboarded with consulting and just the actual work aspect of it, but it is a pretty decent lifestyle change when you're used to being in an office and you're used to being in a normal corporate environment. So I do think, from a Parker Avery perspective, we do tend to talk about that a lot. I mean, Trish is a big runner; um, she can talk about that all day long. <laughs> and you know, I think we just—I think we try and do a pretty good job holistically of every one of us trying to find our balance there, which I think is super important currently.
1: And in the, in the the lifestyle, you know, I don't do as much traveling as you guys, I guess will do once, once the world really opens back up. But that totally. balance is, yeah, is super important to, to be able to say, you know, I've got to kind of take care of me too. Well, right. You know, at the same time balancing all the client stuff, because there is, you know, it's, it's a lot more than people realize. We don't just, you know, kind of go in, clock in, and then 5 o'clock, we're done. That I don't ever yep. see that happening realistically, even at home. I mean, we are all almost always on, you know, to, yep. to some extent or another. So having that, if it's Orange Theory Fitness or it's Peloton or it's, you know, my crazy running schedule – that's super important. I think everybody recognizes that. And then we, you know, of course, see each other on Teams calls, and we're in various, you know, stages of of either just getting done working out, or um, you know, about to go for a run, or you know, and things like that. And it's it's important to be able to to balance all of that. Nia, I always give this question to my guests on this podcast, uh, so I hope it doesn't throw you for a loop. But what advice would you give to a new consultant coming in from industry? I think I threw a little twist because that wasn't the original oh. question I had on my list.
2: So <laughs> surprise. For a loop there, Let's see. <laughs> I think I would approach it in the same manner that you approach going to any new job. You know, the great thing, the great thing about retail is they throw you in, right? So you go from one company to another company. I, I remember, one of the companies I went to, I had a um, VP ask me if I had helped with the open a buy. I think it was day four. I didn't have access to the system yet. <laughs> That's, you know, how retail sort of rolls. So I think the great thing about working in CPG and retail is that you're a lot of times thrown into the business and you have to adapt quickly. You have to learn, you have to be energetic, you have to be curious. Um, and I think if you bring those same skill sets, to consulting, then you'll succeed. If you if you're able to move from one organization to another in retail, you're probably, you know, have the skill set and the ability to get there um, in a different industry. So just sort of bring that same passion, I would say. I think that's um uh, I think that's great. The curiosity
0: piece. I mean, that was one thing as, as we onboarded Nia before we could make the decision to put her on a client. It was giving her scenario based things so that she could start to learn and think a little bit differently, because just like you threw her for a loop with the question, Mm Tricia, um, you know, no client is created equal and going into a client and assuming that you're going to be able to use the same template or you're going to be able to have the same conversation, even on the same topic doesn't really happen. Nope. So, you know, just, you know, we started to throw Nia with some scenario based and some extracurricular projects within the, the firm just to kind of give her exposure and, and she's taken those and run with it and she asks great questions and that's encouraging to me. It's exciting for me because I think I love, you know, Nia and I touch base every Friday most for the most part uh, <laughs> as I just switched her meeting this morning. <laughs> but that's how we roll. But she's always, you know, I never have to worry about lack of communication or anything like that. I mean, Nia does a really great job of coming with questions. She comes with topics that she's done throughout the week and, that, to me, is awesome, and I think that will lend itself to a great career in consulting because she's never not asking questions and never not asking for the next thing. So, you know, we have to balance that because I don't want to fry her all at the same time <laughs> as we go forward and get so zesty because <laughs> um, that can also happen. But, you know, we want to make sure we, we keep it aligned. But I think the intellectual, the curiosity, and all of that is, is definitely key.
1: I totally agree. All right, ladies. I told you I'd give you plenty of time to get ready for your two o'clock with the clients. I think we're in good shape here. Thank you so much for joining me. And we'll talk to you again soon. Awesome.
2: Thanks, Thanks. Tresha. It's been my pleasure.
1: So that wraps up today's episode. We hope you found value in the content and in the discussion. If you have any questions and would like to reach out, please feel free to visit our website at parkeravery.com. We also invite you to join our conversation on LinkedIn. Just search for the Parker Avery Group.